Welcome back to the VTR podcast. We're getting close to 100 subscribers, so please subscribe if you haven't. Um, also follow our socials down below, our TikTok, our Twitter, and our Instagram. And also in the link tree, you'll see our links to the audio platforms such as Spotify as well. Um, without further ado, bro, where the hell do you want to start, man? There's so much news so that came out. So much to out. talk about. We got NBA playoffs, we got NHL playoffs. We're talking golf today a little bit. I don't, and we've never talked golf ever. Yeah. Um, soccer news. We got a massive news in the transfer window. Very depressing news. And we got some sad news for their Colts. <laughs> so. Oh, there's a lot, man. There's way simp- too much. But obviously, NBA final game three was on today. Yeah, at the time of this recording. So I think we should definitely start off with there. Um, we got our predictions, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> so Denver ended up winning the game. Uh, they're up two one in the series. Went home. Went to Miami. Took back home court. Um and what a game for the top duo in the playoffs. Yo, my that's both of them getting triple doubles. Yeah, it's that's funny insane. because Jamal stayed to the last um whistle to get that tenth rebound as well. Actually, yeah. So uh, okay, it still counts. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, uh, Jokic is the first player in NBA Finals to get uh 30 20 10 game 30 some 30 points 20 rebounds 10 assists yeah, I'll get the and, exact and total, numbers exact numbers are 32 21 rebounds yeah and 10 assists while jamal murray had 34 10 and 10 yeah let's just let's start with the nuggets before you go to the heat yeah yeah no um key is I, I get home and the game was close i'm like all right finally got a you know a decent game and Jamal Murray took off. Uh, yeah, in the first half as well, Jamal Murray was on yeah, fire. Yeah, and then Jokic was still playing Jokic, right? Jokic, is he's just so impactful. The, the fact that you said um, triple-double, the key difference between game two and three was the assists. And here's the difference. You would think that the Nuggets players were making their shots outside of Jamal Murray. Neither of, None of them did except for uh, Christian Brown, right? So... I don't know what Miami Heat. I don't know how much you've like noticed the defensive schemes. Like uh, like I said in the first half, you were watching it more so than I was. It's a it's a game of adjustments, right? Like game one, Denver won. He yeah. adjusted with zone defense. Nuggets adjusted to that zone defense in game three. Yeah. So like, and like I said, the key was Jamal Murray, right? Game two, he struggled up until like the latter half of the fourth quarter. This time, clearly, thirty four points, ten assists. So like, you're getting twenty assists from your two top guys. Chances are they're with each other or Christian Brown getting it because everybody else just hit one no, shot. Aaron Gordon was good. Aaron Gordon had like 11 points. Okay, and yeah. He, sh- he shot pretty, I think, decently efficiently. Maybe 50%. Yeah. So uh, he had 11 and I believe 10 rebounds. Yeah, Michael Porter Jr. still struggled. Um, KCP no, still struggled shooting. Yeah, they, I think they only made like one shot each. Bruce Brown, I think, only hit one shot. Yeah, Bruce Brown had like a total of five points. And then, and then you have the, the golden boy for today, Christian Brown. Or yeah, is it Braun or Brown? I think it's Brown from what huh? I heard. Spelled Braun, but spelled, spelled Braun, but it's pronounced Brown if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so like I'm gonna say Braun. Jokic 12 for 21, Murray 12 for 22, 57%, 55% respectively. Michael Porter Jr. 1 for 7, Aaron Gordon 50%, 5 for 10, KCP 1 for 4, Bruce Brown 1 for 5, Jeff Green 2 for 2, and uh, Christian Brown went 7 for 8. Yeah, so insane. that was the key, right? And then the one key where Christian Brown's points is that, like, the Heat, you know, as always, started making the run, started making it a little bit scary in the fourth. Yeah. And Christian Brown made some big plays in the fourth. Yeah, he got a steal and a dunk after. Um, but the key, the, the scary thing still is um, they let the Heat back in it late in that game, right? At like one point, it was, like, 
almost a 20-point lead. It was a 20-point game and turned to, like, seven in the last like, minute or something? Yeah, like, Duncan Robinson had some threes, and it became, like, a seven- to ten-point game. And they were almost away, right? Um, Jamal Murray got called for an offensive foul, which people were... Ch- I don't think it was a flagrant, but they were asking for a flagrant. And that could have changed the game right, right after that. I think Bam missed a uh, mid-range. And then that would have been, like, a five-point game, I think, at the time. Yeah, the thing is, it was a scary thing that, like, they're allowing Heat back into it. But the scary thing for the Heat is that three key players for the Nuggets did not show up today. Yeah. And, and MPJ, KC, MPJ, KCP, and Bruce Brown. Yeah, like, and before we get to the Heat, but it's like what Michael Malone said last game, the effort wasn't there. Clearly, the effort came out defensively today. But again, it's just those lapses it is, of it lapse is, of judgment. Yeah, yeah. It like, is. there was, they cut um, before they restarted the play when they, Duncan Robinson hit that shot to make it, I think, a seven-point game. Yeah. They, I think Jeff Green was mic'd up, and he was, like, oh, yelling, yeah, he was at yelling one of the guys. At, right? He was like, it's two minutes left. Don't let this get away, right? And they almost did. But it was, like, it, was, it wasn't, like, it was, like, almost. It wasn't a bad like Butler was at the bench. I think the only guy that was on the court was that was a starter was Bam. So like, but even then, you still have like Kyle Lowry, Caleb Martin out there. And Kyle Lowry shot fifty percent. So he's going on nine points, but he still shot fifty. I still think they need to worry about that. Um, obviously, we'll make our game four prediction on for, uh, for Friday and after we talk about the Heat here. But yeah, I mean, you're, the key thing was the two guys showed up. Jamal Murray was the key again. If he gets going, I don't know how long Jim, uh, Jimmy Butler was on him for. Because last game, that was the game plan, right? Jimmy Butler was guarding Jamal. So you have that game plan. You brought, and then Miami brought in that size with Kevin Love to be on Michael Porter Jr. or Aaron Gordon. Um, and they let Jokic have his. They, they let Jokic have his in 30 points this time and still gave him like 21 boards and 10 um, assists. Yeah, they really got their two-man game back going this, yeah. this in game three, which is obviously Denver's biggest weapon. Uh, obviously, you want your two best players on the ball on the court as many times as possible, and it showed because they both dropped thirty plus triple doubles. Uh, the thing with the the thing with the Denver letting the foot off the gas, I feel like it's hard to be that keep that same intensity for forty eight minutes for sure. But it's, the NBA it's, the, finals, it's those twenty. Though. Like it wasn't as bad as game one. Yeah, no, for sure. But yeah, still, like, the NBA Finals. It's still the, the NBA Finals. Like, I know you gotta like play. Their effort the went away in that third, fourth quarter last I know, game. Like, and look what happened. Well, like in twenty thirteen or twenty fourteen, Miami made a little comeback. Yeah. Against the Spurs, where leading to Ray Allen's tying, tying three. So, obviously, it has happened before, in the Miami buildings, but this one, this one, I felt comfortable with this one. Like. I started doing like yeah, because at that point Jimmy Butler went to the because like, I was like, "All right, game's done, right?" Like, yeah, like we were, no way. we were preparing for this. Yeah, we're yeah. like, there's like what three minutes left. It was enough. It was enough for them. I wasn't too worried about this one, but game one I was worried, and obviously game two it, they lost. They lost. All right, let's move on to the Heat here. Um, the guy who would was probably considered the best player outside of Bam was Gabe Vincent. He struggled mightily today. Bam himself was aggressive. He had 17 boards. He was playing aggressive, you could tell. But he's 22 still, and 17. Yeah, like he had, but he shot 33%, right? Seven for 21. As a center, yeah. That should, from your that center. Be obviously, I don't know how much you will look at. Like the plus minuses can be skewed, but like minus 20 as well. But obviously, that, that would be the case if Jokic dropped 30-something on you, right? And Like how discouraging is it like guarding Jokic? Oh, 100%. Like, bro, I'm watching like that series, and I thought Anthony Davis would do a good job, and clear he did to a certain extent, but it's, Jokic is shooting shots over his head like this, like yeah, the one in game four. Visual, obviously, audio listeners he, probably didn't see what I just did, but... He did, he did the yeah. soccer throw-in. Yeah, like, <laughs> like essentially. Basically. Like, that's something I do when we play outside a pickup ball. 
<laughs> like just on the on the street here but yeah um like it's so discouraging because like you could see that like they're fully putting the effort and but with and then, him being so like versatile like he doesn't have to beat you with points he could beat you with a set. yeah and then he's your point guard so the ball is like he's already seven feet and the ball is like like you said soccer throwing like this and either There's, he'll shoot a weird fadeaway or he'll find that open guy whether it be aaron yeah. gordon cutting or finding jamal murray for a shot or whoever else for a shot yeah so then back on to the heat uh uh jimmy had a little bounce back but i he, still don't consider that though it's, it's in a, a little, game like this where like guys like Gabe Vincent struggled. Who else? Everyone struggled. Everyone. Yeah, everybody literally struggled. Everybody like Max Struess one for seven. Uh, he shot thirty-seven percent from the field compared. Yeah, to like Max Struess one for seven. He was the key yeah. in the early start of game uh, two. Gabe Vincent, who was like arguably their best scorer in the first two games, two for ten. Kyle, or uh, not Kyle Lowry, sorry, Kevin Kyle Love, Lowry two shot for 50%. five. Caleb Martin, little bounce back, but four for nine is not what he did in the previous series. I mean, there's a standard he set, right? Yeah. And yeah, that's about it. So like, like yeah, they, else uh, as a team, they shot thirty-seven percent. But even if Kyle Lowry did shot four for eight, nine points isn't going to be enough if everybody else. I am a Kyle Lowry's not going to give you and that. Right? Like, it's, there's more than Kyle Lowry. Like Kyle Lowry did his part. And then Duncan Robinson was three for six as well. But again, yeah, Kyle Lowry did his part. Uh, but you would want a guy like that to step up still. Well, as that leader, yeah, as that guy who won the championship. I mean, he's, and he's shown him in this in playoffs that he could like early bit, on not, not get point, early fifteen wise. I mean, he's had the game against like was it against what? Probably the a couple Knicks? games, maybe. But either that, but really. I'm saying is like if he's like the if, thing. There's a difference when Kyle Lowry plays, right? There's a like the pace increases when Kyle Lowry plays. Yeah, because he's your point guard. Yeah, so like the pace that they have, they always like they go on runs with them. Uh, but like what Adam was saying before that he shot thirty-seven percent compared to Nuggets fifty-one percent. But here's my key. He win games with this low pr- shooting percentages when their three-point percentage is, like, above their actual field goal percentage. This time, it was only 31 You want to hear another funny thing? So, they lost the game you where, like, hear they another funny thing? three-point percent. Yeah, well. Jokic, I think, is, hasn't really won games if he has scored more than 40. Yeah, right? They lost a <laughs> 50-point against the Sun. Yeah. And then, obviously, a 40-point in game two. But, yeah, so, like, that's key because, like, against the Celtics, the Heat weren't shooting good from the field. But the three-point field goal percentage was just so yeah. good that it kept them in games. And obviously, uh, the Nuggets won every single quarter except they tied the first quarter. Yeah, no, here's my thing. Back to Jimmy Butler for a second. Listen, I game two, like I was obviously a little hard. I still wanted to see Hemi Butler. But it still worked out because he got his tennises and he got others going, right? But there's a game like this where you're the guy and he's shown it in the past, like against them in the Milwaukee series, that... He needs to be, and I understand injuries there, but you're in the NBA Finals at this point, all right? Yeah, there's no excuse now. we need to see that performance, I think, at this point. Well, yeah, it's been a, Especially, it's been last game it worked because Jimmy, uh, sorry, Jamal Murray struggled early on. Yeah, Jamal right? Murray had Whether, No matter what, how he finished away, he struggled early on, which is why. Even the were, final stats, like, you expect Murray to have, like, 25 plus. Yeah, so, this game, this happened, and you guys were, they were up, like, what, five? Only Denver was up five at half? And yeah, it was close. Yeah, so that was where we're. Um, they like, really pulled away. In the you third wanted quarter. to have like Jimmy Butler take over, take over, right? And he's not been that aggressive from what I've noticed. Like he hasn't been the guy. Um, Bam was that guy, and then he struggled offensively today. And he again, he's not even a scorer. His role is to be more like defensive, get second chance opportunities, stuff like that. Jimmy Butler next game needs to come out aggressive and be that fifty-four point that record like. Or at least get thirty Pop plus, five right? Point, yeah, like he get, needs to be get thirty plus. And yeah. we is it the reason why? Like now I'm like struggling with 
Because early on, we're like, yo, we're Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler. Like, everybody on Twitter is going crazy. And we're like, well, yeah, he is that guy that propels his game in the playoffs. But we haven't seen that then ever since we started talking about that. Yeah, I, I would say, like, he's he hasn't been the same ever since uh, game two against the Celtics. After that, I don't think he's really been the same. Uh, obviously, game three, four, five, and six, he struggled against the Celtics. Game seven, he was decent. Like, he still had 20-plus. Yeah. But... He, to beat this Denver offense, like I said before, you're going to have to outscore him. It's hard to stop him. Yeah. It's very hard to stop him. Uh, Jokic is obviously unguardable, the way yeah. he, the form he's in right now. Yeah. Murray's hitting. Like, it's not like Murray's hitting, like, open shots. He's hitting difficult shots. Like, he yeah, creates, which is like, what step he's known backs, for, yeah. Step backs, step back threes. Uh, it's tough. Role players struggled, obviously, like we said. They just need a general bounce back. I believe they will get a bounce back, but we don't know... We won't know, like, would this be the end? Like, was this, like, if we see this Denver again? Yeah, no. Um, if we see this Denver in game four, everyone's going to favor Denver. If that's the case, they have to do what they did in game two, right? He Defensively. And then make shots afterwards. Like, they're home. You can't be doing this, for sure. Like, again, this is your fourth, in four years, your second opportunity back at it. You know, obviously, I'm not going to say an easier opponent because it's a similar level of opponent. It's actually a little as, bit harder because... Uh, with the in- injuries. Yeah, and on top of that, it's like, it's just, you got to be like, my anticipation for the series was Jimmy Butler versus Jokic, who's going to be that leading scorer each night, or even like, yeah, I know Jokic isn't like known as a scorer scorer. We know he's capable of doing it, but we know Jimmy Butler has to be that, and we need to see this now. Otherwise, yeah, no, otherwise we're done. Like, I we're understand finished. you got 28 points today in decent efficiency. It was like 45%, yeah. Yeah, but... 28 points isn't not enough. He needs to be more aggressive. Take take the shots. Obviously, Malone has Michael Malone has done a g- decent game plan clearly, because um it wasn't a close game. It felt like obviously it was closer it was. than it was needed to be in the second half, but it was pretty much over. Nah, first half was close. I said second half. Second half. It wasn't like, even that close. Like, that's I'm, what I'm saying. Like, like they should not. They brought into seven. It like, was closer than it was needed. Did it be should have been. They brought into seven saying. and they ended up being like what a 13 point win. Yeah, but so that's my point. Like it, it's not supposed. But to But seven be. within like one and a half minutes. That's left. what I'm saying. It's closer than that's, it should have been. Is what yeah, I'm saying. It, like, it it's even, like that game that you watch. Even, but it wasn't even that. It's close. like those garbage time minutes when you see like yeah. teams up by 30 make it like a 15 point game out of nowhere. But yeah, it's kind of like that. Like 20 to seven with a minute, minute 15 left, minute and a half max. But. Let's, uh, before we make our predictions, shout out Udonis Haslam. Oldest player, to, oldest player to be in the NBA Finals. He played like the last 40 seconds, he took did, one right? shot. I, he I came missed in. it. I missed it. Uh, uh, just another thing. Any report? Any, is there any update on Tyler Hero? He was out straight up for game three. Now, remember we were having that argument last time? Now, now you got Now I will be like, if he's ready to play... Or if he's able to play, even if he's seventy percent, I might as well just. You play gotta it. chuck him in there now. Now you, now you just put him in there and see if he struggles, and you just you don't play him. But if he is anything, like, like my litmus test, even was if this, he is like halfway close to what he is, that'll be a big. My close. litmus test was this game three, and yeah, that's what it was. The thing is, like they struggle scoring, like they go on so many offensive droughts, right? Because it's they they have that live by the three, die by the three mentality, and they're dogs, so they get the offensive board every time. Not every time, but, like, they will get the offensive board but no like, matter how small they are. But, like, now we're learning that the way they've been winning is not really sustainable. That's why they've been in, like, long yeah. series against the Celtics. Yeah, no, for sure. And it's... The thing is that with 
this team, there's no superstar, right? I, I understand people are going to say, oh, Jimmy Butler. He's questionable superstar, and he hasn't been playing like a superstar. Like so, I mean, if he been. wins, he probably is a Bond Butler, yeah. I still don't think he's a superstar level. Even if he wins? It, it reminds me of the Detroit Pistons from 04. Like, Chauncey Billups was not a superstar, but he was, like, the best player on that team probably. But what if the, what if Miami wins? But it depends on how he performs, though. I still want to put it. Like, if he what, if goes, he gives, what if he gets if this? Neck, if what he if he wins, gets this performances, but manages to win? Yeah, I wouldn't consider a superstar. Yeah, it's tough. It's definitely a superstar is someone like you see like every day put the team on their back every single game of us like Giannis did when he won the championship. Kawhi did when he won with you guys, right? LeBron did and AD did in the well, AD's not a superstar, but like in the 2020 um, playoffs, right? So, and then last year with Steph. So that's that's why I'm not putting him at superstar level. But yeah, they, this team will remind me of that 04 Pistons team, that grit and grind, um, work their ass off type of team. And yeah, um, game four predictions. Miami will bounce back. I we I was going with a split, uh, so I will say Miami Heat bounce back. I've been perfect so far in this playoffs. Um, I said Denver game one. I said Miami game two. Denver game three, and I'm sticking with Miami game four as well. Um, am I a little scared if they're gonna play like this? Land, then it should be Denver in five. But I said Denver in six, and I felt like this was gonna be a split. So yeah, I, I'm with you. I uh, agree. Miami wins on Friday. Yeah, I also feel I'm pretty sure I said Denver in six as well, so uh, I agree with that. I just they're just they're just doing the better team. All right, moving on, we got some on court news, off court, off court news today. I thought we were only going to be covering the NBA, considering how much stuff we have going on. But um, big news uh, out of Phoenix. We were obviously talking about this last time with the Vogel uh, hiring that you know they might not be looking to bring back. DeAndre Aiden, whether even though Vogel said that I'm trying to make him the best center in the league, and same thing with Chris Paul. Well, it is expected that Chris Paul will be getting waived, and he will officially be on the free agency market, jo- joining the likes of James Harden if he opts out, Russell Westbrook, D'Angelo Russell, guys like that, right? Brooke Lopez. So it's not a, clearly not a big free agency class, but um, still pretty decent. First Some thoughts: players. Did you expect this to happen this soon? Did you expect to be waived? Did you expect him to be? Um, traded. It was like for me, it was like the D Hop situation. Like they're looking for a trade, but if they can't, they'll get rid of them. That's something that was a little too early for me. Yeah, so like you would I think by they, draft they would consider something. Yeah, but uh, I'm not surprised. Uh, yeah, I'm not need, surprised. They, they, they need a little. They need a little change. Surprised at the timing. That's what it is. Yeah, surprised at the timing. They need a little change. Obviously, last two years did not end good for them. And guess who was trending? Who? Fred VanVleet. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what I'll probably say. Probably the best replacement for them. Outside of Kyrie, but again, that's what. The rumors were, but yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Fred VanVleet's like same size. Um, I'm not saying he's better than Chris Paul defensively, but he he's could, still he defensive. Could, he could shoot and he could shoot better, way better. Yeah, even though he struggled this year, he struggled this but, year. But in ju- like when Fred's hot from three, yeah, we'll talk more about that. Sons free agency later, and but, he's gonna have more open threes for sure. Because, yeah, like the Booker tension and with Katie, Booker and Katie, yeah, and he could ha- ball handle. And but yeah. we'll talk about the Suns later on after the playoffs around draft week. Um, but I guess my first question on this Chris Paul situation. Um, oh, well, sorry. Before I ask that question, he could still go back to the Suns. I don't know how, if that's to like, if like a minimum deal minimum or something. Deal, yeah. And if he accepts like a bench role type of thing. Yeah, yeah. Do you think he accepts a bench role, first of all? I guess it depends on what teams are after. He'll weigh his options, yeah. He'll definitely yeah. weigh his options. Uh, and second, I guess the question, which teams should target him and where do you think he fits well? I've said this before, but I haven't honestly with Chris Paul. Uh, if I'm Boston, okay. <laughs> that's exactly. I if, said this in his name last yeah, time. If when I'm we were the Celtics, 
He's exactly. Yeah, what he he's needs. like the player. I don't know. I don't know if like the fit locker room wise, what will happen, right? No, that's the fit you need in the locker yeah, room. Yeah, no, 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 no. But leader. you know how he has some attitude issues and all that I stuff. I don't give a shit. It's Chris Paul. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but like, there is. It has been. There's the past of with Chris Paul with attitude issues. But like, I'm putting that aside. I, I don't like care that's about. Under the side. I don't care about locker room. I don't care about any of that I shit. Feel like, right? I feel like that was blown over, anyways. But yeah. who, who cares? All right. He is the playmaker. He is the ball handler. He is the guy to control the game for you. And guess what? He that dude isn't Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart can't do that. Jalen Brown turned over the ball. Jason Tatum can't do that for you. Now, the key thing is injuries, for sure. Yeah. But here's the thing with Chris Paul. Exactly what you said. I agree with it. And guess what? You're not going to be the third option. You're not the first option. You're not the second option. You have Derek White, who is capable of playing ahead of you. And you could just be that the third option. The third option is switchable. Like, yeah, it's switchable. Night. I feel like I think the Celtics should still go after a guy like Miles Turner who could be that third option for them. But you give a dumb guy like Chris Paul, like he's not, not even just um, the playmaking and all that. It's just like the on-court leadership and then the off-court leadership as well. At the end of the day, like look what he did with uh, like OKC. That's why it said that's all blown over with the whole yeah, locker room yeah. issues, uh, right? Like Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown have to shut up if they think like, oh yes, it's their team. They got to be the young leaders, but you uh, they don't have anyone to hold them accountable. As good as Al Horford is like that type of dude, I don't see him being like that PJ Tucker in your face type of guy, and. Chris Paul. Yeah, Chris Paul will get him in the face, which is good. Yeah. Uh, the thing uh, the is, the other this, teams sorry, they don't need scoring. Yeah, that that too. They don't need so like Chris Paul doesn't have to be a scorer. Yeah, and guess what? Chris Paul could still shoot a mid range. So if Jason Tatum yeah, does elbow jumper, have that ISO, yeah, the elbow jumper. I mean, it's, he struggled with it this year, and he was he was actually a lot better with threes this year at, when the KD trade happened. So you're still gonna have that spacing. All the Celtics obviously don't need to have that live by three, die by three mentality. But uh, anything else with the Celtics? Because I have some other teams possibly. Yeah, what are the other teams? Uh, first one, Dallas, if Kyrie doesn't come back. Remember when he was a free agent? Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. And I was like, obviously, I think Luka needs more of a better big man with him. Yeah, rather than like a point guard. Always, it's always bad. But you still want a secondary ball handler yeah, like a Chris Paul. Sure. Which is like, remember when I, when Kyle Lowry and Chris Paul were both free agents? Well, then, then, then Luka has like historic usage rates these last couple of years. Yeah, so that's another reason I think that's a good spot there. New Orleans. If, especially if Zion comes back healthy, CJ McCollum's their starting point guard, and I don't think yeah, he's they a don't really have a point guard, right? So like that could be like so you know like, CJ and him backcourt Zion, Bi, and is it Stephen Adams? No, it's not Stephen Adams. JV, uh, JV, yeah. Yeah, Valentine's. I don't know if he's a free agent. That stuff we'll go over later. Would that would the backcourt be smaller or would it be like? I mean, you got Brandon Ingram who's like six ten. Yeah, you got big, you got big wings, right? Yeah, the question, the question thing is like you have injury issues there with Zion, you got injury issues with Chris Paul, and potentially and Ingram. Ingram, who's missed a lot of time last year. But I think that's a good spot for him as well. And if you're looking at a even backup roles, obviously the Lakers connection with LeBron and him, and I, you know, for a cheap contract, I bring in Chris Paul. We need that leader. We need that guy who can handle the ball. Uh, second unit, first unit, whatever the case is, it depends on obviously what happens with D'Angelo Russell and all that. That's a spot for him. And then I think, yeah, those are like the main ones I thought of off the bat. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Like just any point guard needy team should go after him or be in the conversation to go yeah. after him, especially if you're like fringe contender, contender, right? Like it'll be a good, it'll be a good fit basketball wise, 100% leadership wise, 100%. And who knows, maybe you could help you help the team, whatever team it is, make a final appearance. Let me just check if there's any other teams that potentially... It's just yeah. funny because I remember this, like, you know, when he finally made the finals. And yeah. he's like, yo, I'm addicted to making the finals. <laughs> and the and then ever are, since then, and the all memes the memes are, are like, I'm glad you got over your addiction. Yeah, good job you got over your addiction, you know. Uh, Drew Holiday's resources in Milwaukee. I mean, Sixers, but 
if there's no, no no need there's no need for um them. Cavs no Knicks no Nets don't count don't think the Hawks maybe the Heat maybe he feels like the Heat player <laughs> with yeah, that yeah, mentality yeah. uh no one from the midst of playoffs I mean the Heat already have Kyle Lowry so like it's not hey if Jaws suspended for half the year Memphis could be a spot <laughs> I mean, yeah. with how good Tyus Jones is playing, then they could just alternate. But again, Job provides a lot of scoring as well. Sacramento, no. Could back, come back to Phoenix. Clippers, come back a reunion. If Russell Westbrook doesn't come back, that's a spot for him as well. Reunion with the Clippers, yeah. And then Golden State, no. Already said the Lakers. Minnesota, we have Mike Conley still, I think. And yeah, that's about it. New Orleans, I said. And Dallas, I said. Yeah, um, there's there's a bunch of options. Those are the, yeah, so pretty he's, much what we said. He's not done. Options. He's not done. Uh, and there should be, in my opinion, there should be teams interested. Yeah. And I'll be really surprised if there aren't many. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the NHL before we get into the massive news later on. But NHL game two um, was on Monday. And it was 7-2. Yeah. Um, I got home. I think like that day, we, me and you were Bro, both like, dead. Me and you were both dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because of the whole what happened with the podcast on. Uh, so we were like on Sunday three hours night. of sleep. We're like, yo, we got, we got to try to. Pay I get home. To this I'm game. just glad it was a bad game in that sense. Like, we were able, like, you know, just relax and not. Yeah. Just, just go to sleep, take a nap. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing, bro. I feel like NHL playoffs start off with a bang. Yeah, it's the opposite of the NBA. And they go down a little bit, downhill a little bit. Uh, obviously NHL had good second round games and good third round games, but once the finals hit, bro, it just it just dies down. Like last year, there was a, last year was a game too. I think uh, Colorado beat Tampa like seven zero. Yeah, right. It's like you I don't, don't think that would have been a great finals, but obviously certain, to a certain extent it was. But uh, Colorado's yeah. in control for like no, no, I agree. Series. I think like the NBA this year's NBA first round was decent, but after that, it, it gets better and better. I would say. Like NBA, NBA gets better and better. Yeah, and no, NHL no, no. is because of the way the playoff format's set up. Yeah, yeah. No, the thing with the NBA is they have a jump. Like the first two rounds are for me, the last few years have been like haven't been great. Yeah. And then the jumps were like one conference final is really like really good, one conference final is like a dud. Yeah. Uh this year, you know, both were pretty decent, even though one was a sweep. Yeah. And then uh, the finals are like it's not like it's nothing like, you know, the like the twenty sixteen finals, right? Yeah. But it's it's still like a watchable final. But yeah, all right, going into the game now, I guess. Um, uh, Vegas yeah. just been killing it. They haven't been making they're the just mistakes. They're control, man. They're just they're really controlling control. it. You got Aiden Hill playing to a Vesna cap- capable player. Give him the right Vesna, yo. Give him the Vesna. <laughs> um, I want to see it. A guy we haven't talked about much, and he's their leading scorer, Jonathan Marshall. So. Yeah, you got two goals and assists that game. And the key thing, what they're doing is also. Um, they're frustrating the Panthers a lot because they're causing them to have like. Oh, there's been like, like a lot Kachuk of. is having like three. 10 misconducts. Yo, you know, yo, okay, yo, look at this. Uh, three misconducts in two games, right? You already told me that. 22 penalty minutes in a game. Yeah, that adds up. That's that's wild. I like. I never seen that stat really before. Uh, what would you What would you take on the hit on Eichel? I I think it was a clean Eichel hit. said it was clean. I it thought was it was clean. clean. Hit, right? Eichel said it came out and said it was clean. Let's battle next game. I, it was just a hard hit. It was a big. I hit, didn't really look sure. at it properly. Like I said, I didn't pay. Yeah, I saw that hit. Game. I was. That hit woke me up. You know, I was just zoning out during the game. Then, like, oh, I like, caught oh, it. Shit. Thankfully, I saw it. So, otherwise, I would have just searched it up. Like, right that now. was a big hit. But and then, yeah, no, it was good to see Eichel, like, you know, say that. Like, Florida. Agree. And also, like, he was able to get up in his own power and also return to the yeah. game. Florida. I don't know why would they let him to return to the game just in case he got hurt again. But Florida whatever. has just been, like, you could see they're an inexperienced team. Yeah. For sure. Like, who, ha- who on that team has made the 
deep run in the playoffs. Like Florida in general hasn't in a while. Really, uh, Bobrovsky made the second round at best. Like Kachuk, Florida made second, second round, round at, best. at best. Kachuk second round at best. Um, yeah, probably like Stall. Yeah, maybe the Stall brothers, but yeah. that's about it, right? And they're frustrating them clearly. And then every moment, like when I was like, you know, watching the game a little bit on the on the background, and I'm just looking up, and I'm like. First of all, when the hell did Florida score? <laughs> and then the second, I'm like... I didn't watch the third period. Yeah, and second of all, it was um, just like... I'm just seeing scrums, right? Straight up scrums, straight up fights. And yeah, I don't know how game, much... The game took a while to like finish. Yeah, for sure. And for me, it's just like... The other thing is Bobrovsky. He got pulled this game, and he hasn't been the... Again, I'm not blaming him, but he hasn't... Yeah, so but he put, him, he put himself to that standard that he can be that. And he hasn't been that like he was in the conference finals. But how much is it Borowski and how much is it the team in front of him? The team in front of him. But what I'm saying is... But what, who gets more blame? The team in front of him. Right? Uh, yeah, obviously Borowski has shown that he could play to that level, but hot streaks always end, right? But, yeah, exactly. It's, my point, it's my point like, is my point is, got, is that he showed what savior mode in the conference finals, but he's not showing it now. Which he's... Don't get me wrong. He's made some big saves. And again, I blame the team ahead of him because they're not providing offense for him consistently. The game one, yeah, Florida was up and then tied the game. And then Aiden Hill made that miraculous save and then just went downhill from there, essentially. This game was just like all Florida. Like, to the point where I'm questioning. No, all Vegas. Sorry, Vegas. To the point where I'm questioning, do I pick Vegas from seven to Vegas to five? And I understand that usually the series determines when the first away uh, team wins. And uh, in this case, Florida is coming back home. Do you think it's finished? Like, is Florida the way that it... So, remember how you asked me, or I asked you, and you responded with, I was, I'm confident in Miami than Florida before the series and after the series, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm switching over, essentially. You have to switch. Well, <laughs> now I am. Now you're, I am. You're a bozo if you don't switch over. Oh, yeah, no. I <laughs> what the f- It's a bozo. I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, no, I, yeah, I'm definitely switching over for that, but I'm considering saying Vegas and five now. Just the way it's going. I feel like, Vegas, I feel like Florida might win game three, but lose game four and five. Like, that, that's what I feel right now. Gut feeling. That's what I feel. Like it, it, It's not like Florida has been crazy this good isn't at the home Boston either. Series. This is not the Boston series. Like, Vegas is a different beast. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I hope, my, like I said, I'm, I have a rooting interest because of the division rival slash I don't want a team that came after the Canucks to win the Cup before the Canucks. I guess Florida might be that team as well, but they've been in the league for a while at least. And... Yeah, no, I, I genuinely think that I, I might have to switch to Vegas in five the way it's going. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, I said Vegas in six. I'll probably still keep it at that. Yeah. But I just expected Bobrovsky here's to be one killer thing. mode. That's yeah, all. Yeah, here's one thing I want to say. You know, this trade deadline had Patrick Kane, Vladimir Tarasenko, Timo Meyer, and probably some other people that I'm missing. Uh, at home and all of them, yeah. And the best player from the trade deadline is Ivan Barbashev. Oh yeah, I forgot to put him in. Yeah, so I'm gonna bring pose this question again, the Con Smythe question. So it is a playoff thing, and I was listening, like I said, Halford and Broff, and listening to like various different people, and they obviously mentioned Aiden Hill, but they're saying the only concern with Aiden Hill is that he hasn't been playing since the beginning. Obviously, he's playing better. He's been playing at the key stages, so I'm not sitting here saying he should not be deserving. Yeah, like he's oh, deserving no, no, no. of it. He's played more. Like if you think about so it, like he came he, in what game five against the Oilers. Yeah, Jack Jack Eichel was obviously a name I mentioned. How I felt like we didn't talk about much. Clearly, didn't talk about Jonathan Marshall so enough, in my opinion, at least between us two. 
But Ivan Barbashev, like you said, is playing like that big body that to the point that he was linked to the Canucks, also being a Dan Milstein client, that he probably priced himself out for sure. 100% priced himself out. Uh, What? He was like, he's playing on a top line, I'm pretty sure. Now, yeah. Yeah, right? Like, he he was coming. He came in as probably like, yo, this would be a third line center. And guy. like, even during like the interviews, he's like, my job is to hit and I'm hitting. So. He's doing his he's job. He's doing everything. He's, doing well. he's killing it. And he's able to get some points. And as well. those are like, those are the four that I have. Um, for a consummate finalist right now. Yeah. Uh, another key thing. So loss for Florida was that Radko Gudas hasn't finished any of game one or two. It's not like Gudas is like, you know. Well, he hit Gudas, right? Um, Barbershop. Yeah. yeah. I don't, it's not like Gudas is like a, a, like a star player for them. But we know in playoff hockey, he needs that physical presence. And that's what he provides. So it's been a little bit of a loss for Florida for sure. Like he's oh. a, I think he's pretty sure he's like a third line defenseman for them. So, but so, still, he makes good like physical impact. We have definitely you have to make game three predictions to go with that. Let me check when game four is. When's game three? Tomorrow, right? Yep. So game four should be Saturday, I believe. Yes. So we have to make predictions for both. For both? Yep. Yeah, we go. We go. Okay, yeah, let's go. I think I already said mine. I said Florida wins game three, lose game four. That to the point where I'm going Vegas in five, essentially. I think Florida, I think the Florida Panthers will tie the series. But I hope losing, so, man. I want to see a good playoffs. But then losing six. I'm just saying that for my... Prediction sakes? No, for my pleasure. Oh. I'm not <laughs> using any logic. Bro, keep in mind... Oh, another thing I saw, they haven't won a single Stanley Cup final game. So, like, the last time they did make it, I think in 96, they got swept, I believe. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> oh. But then again, that's a yeah, whole yeah. different team and everything. Yeah, that's but. a whole different team. Now, I'm just doing it for, like, my pleasure. I'm putting no thought no yeah. brain into this i'm just i'm letting my heart talk and my heart wants to see a good final yeah all right let's move on off ice news again massive ones we'll start off with the big we finally got a trade to talk about yeah, there's been a plenty of off ice yeah news first off sure. the bit it was a bit, like not a massive trade but a big pretty big trade um it's a three-team trade that sent let me get the exact details was, uh, uh, has get Provorov, yeah and nothing else uh Kings got rid of like Kyle Peterson and like another player, and probably like I think a couple of round. guys, yeah. yeah, yeah, and then uh, Philly got a bunch of people. Yeah, Philly got Philly. picks as well. Philly, I think, got yeah, um, yeah. they're essentially rebuilding at this point. Oh yeah, obviously. Um, they got. Uh, let me just pull it up. I mean, we'll just say King's sake first, just because that's what so we know. Philadelphia traded Provorov and forward Hayden Hodgson to Los Angeles in exchange for goalie Cal Peterson, defenseman Sean Walker, defenseman Helgi Granz. I butchered that for sure. And the Kings' 2024 second-round pick. The Kings lost in the first round of the playoffs, like we know. Columbus acquired uh, defenseman Kevin Connaughton from Philadelphia in exchange for a first-round pick, the 22nd overall pick of this year's draft, which is big. Um, and a conditional second-round pick in either the 2024 or 25 draft. Columbus acquired Provorov from L.A. in exchange for Connaughton. So, I don't know why Sportsnet label is so weird, but... Oh, that's not really a three-team deal. So, here, okay, this is easy. That's not really a no, three-team no, deal. No, no, it is, because like, the picture shows it way better. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, Columbus gets Ivan Provorov. Yeah, that's... And nothing else. And L.A. gets Hayden Hodgson and Kevin Connaughton. Okay. Both are like supposed to be reported to the AHL. Yeah, yeah, they're AHL. And then Philly acquires Cal Peterson from LA, Sean Walker, Helsey Grants, Columbus's first round pick from LA, uh, Columbus's 2024 or 2025 second round pick, conditional, um, and then LA's 2024 second round pick. Yeah. I'm the not... key thing with this is 
and I, I believe LA retains some of Provorov's salary. Yeah. yeah. Um, the key thing was just creating the cap space. Cause yeah, Cal, for the Kings. Ca- um, Cal Peterson. It was like five mil. Yeah, and there, he right? was supposed to be that Jonathan Quick takeover spot. Yeah, essentially, they got rid of what Quick, who's making some money. Yeah. And then they got rid of Cal Peterson. Yeah. Uh, so they obviously and they then the guys speed. they brought in are going to the AHL, and then which led to which we'll get into with them extending Vladimir or Gavrikov. I think it's Vladimir Gavrikov. Uh, two years, five point eight five. I'll double Is check it, that. I thought it was like Dennis. Oh uh, yeah, probably. But I don't bro, know who I was uh, thinking of. Uh, bro, we're mangled, bro. We didn't even know the guy's first name. Uh, it's just says Gavrikov here. No, yeah. I was right. Vladislav. Well, Vladislav. Okay. So I, I was closer way, than you. You were way, way off. <laughs> um, two-year extension with an saying. average annual value of 5.875. So, yeah, I pretty much got it. So, that's key, right? Because they made the trade for Corpus Allo and uh, Gavrikov. It sucks because he was a Canucks target, but obviously he's expensive. Yeah. Um, but The key thing is here, like Philly, I think it's like a win-win-win trade situation. Because Columbus was never supposed to rebuild. They just got hammered with injuries. Like, Wierenski was out. And then you add a defenseman in Provorov. Who obviously, he had some um, drama with like the whole um, yeah. Pride jersey stuff, which we won't, we won't get into. But, but like hockey wise, he he wasn't really at his best. He this was year. he was definitely a trade target until that stuff came, went down. Yeah, um, yeah, at the deadline. And then for Philly's sake, they're rebuilding, so they you know they could take on some salary if they need to. They added a twenty second round uh, overall pick for this year's draft, which is big, and they already have a top ten pick. And then obviously LA, like I said, cleared space to get Gavrikov. And also Corpusalo. And yeah, potentially bring back Corpusalo. Whoever back else is available, they could trade for like a yeah, yeah. or someone. Uh yeah. the thing is uh yeah, like I feel like every team got what they wanted. Yeah. Right. Everybody freed up cap space. Columbus, you know, with the third picture get Leo Carlson. I don't know how much he'll come in and play right away, or if he goes back to Sweden or what the case is. And then obviously you're assuming for a healthy team with Goudreau and Kenton Johnson and all these guys. But yeah, that's the trade. Well, obviously, we'll see how it works out. Um, the next thing that happened. Um, so what do you say? Gavrikov, uh, Cole Caulfield. Got extended. Uh, right? Got extended eight years, 62.8. So just under eight mil, which is, you know, Cole Caulfield, when he first came in, it was during that Stanley Cup run, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And he killed it. And then he struggled last year. Um, or, yeah, the sorry, the year after that. So when they drafted Slavkovsky. Um, which is why they were like the worst team, and he went back to the AHL and got called up again. So it's like a fair contract. He uh, when uh when they uh this was like the year right after the bubble, right? Yeah. So well, not the bubble, like uh the little lock. The yeah, year, the year after the bubble. Yeah. Or oh, when they struggled, or no, no, when they made the final. Oh, that year after the bubble. It wasn't. It wasn't really the bubble. The bubble was like no Edmonton. That way, yeah. So the year after the bubble. The year after the bubble, they made the cup final. Yeah. So then the next season is, is when Caulfield struggled and obviously coaching firing happened. Yeah. And then obviously he went to the AHL. But I feel like when uh, St. Louis got hired yeah. as interim, now he's full-time, right? Yes. Uh, He did well with St. Louis when he came back up. Yeah. So <clears throat> I think, I don't know what his numbers were last year. I should I should check. I that. think it was also, he was also injury real last year too. Yeah. But I feel like it's a fair contract. Obviously, I don't know how much of this is going to be a needle mover for certain teams. Like obviously this is not going to affect Patterson, but... Other, no, or, not, other, other, it's other not going to affect anyone. Like other RFA potential, right? 
And it's smart to get him signed up early because uh, he has the potential to be a gr- he could still pretty be better. good player. Yeah, he could still and, be like, better. You know how New Jersey locked up um, Jack Hughes early. Dallas with you Robinson at, and Hintz. Uh, yeah, Dom, Buffalo with Tage Thompson is on a cheap, cheap contract. Yeah. And uh, the last one I was thinking of, uh, Brady Kachuk as well yeah, yeah, yeah. in Ottawa, right? So th- that was the big key there. Um, let me just check his stats quickly before we move on. Montreal. I mean, they had a de- okay season for their standards. Like, they were supposed to be, like, arguably making the first overall pick again. Yeah. Um, but they're still making, like, a t- bottom six. Uh, Cole Caulfield in 46 games had 36 points, 26 goals, 10 uh, yeah, it was just injury riddle. He wasn't on the ice. And he was averaging 18 minutes on the ice. So, just not bad. Um, good bet to take on, definitely. And we'll see what happens in the future. Uh, next thing that happened was uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois today... Um, pretty much announced that he wants to be traded and it's pretty funny because he said that last year and he's still like 2024 is where he's eligible to be traded he's like yeah i'm not looking to resign and he said this when he first got traded to like winnipeg which is weird and he's looking to be moved to montreal so speaking of montreal that way uh it was obvious like winnipeg is not like winnipeg's been mediocre winnipeg's gotta make decisions they gotta, they gotta go rebuild. They gotta, they, they, they gotta yeah, rebuild. I think they gotta rebuild, but they got decisions they to really make on Shifley, Wheeler. Yeah, so now that's, that's just rebuild. Like get yeah. rid of them. And uh, Connor Hellebuck was in the last year of his contract on cheap six mil yeah, a year. Find a way to get assets now. Really. Yeah, like you can't really get better. With, yeah, like, Dubois been squad. like up and down. Like he's been, he's has it, he's had his moments, has yeah. his moments, and he doesn't have his moments at times. Uh, last thing, you know, instead of the NBA getting a coach hire, so your Raptors still coachless. Instead, uh, the Ducks hired a coach, and his name is Greg Cronin. Yeah. He's 60 years old, first-time head coach. Um, he's been, mm-hmm. like, a minor league coach the whole time, I think, in the AHL. Good opportunity for him, young team. Let's see what he could do. Um, obviously, you're getting probably Adam Bentilli added to a team of Mason McTavish, Jamie Drysdale. Zegris. Zegris, uh, Troy Terry. Yeah. You know, they still need to find, I think, a goalie that succeeds um, – Gibson. John Gibson, who's been struggling anyways. And, yeah, um, they've got picks, so let's see how he does. Uh, I can't say too much. I have no clue who he was. Until I he got still hired. have no clue who he is. Yeah, <laughs> so there's that. Congratulations, Greg Cronin. Um, hopefully you don't do well against the Canucks. Uh, let's move on to some quick fire before we get into the big soccer stuff. Um, let's start it's, off with the NFL. Football. Uh, <laughs> it's football. All right, let's let's start off with the NFL, the we American say football. Both, right? You can say both. We're Canadian. We so. say both. We I, I feel like I say both a lot. Yeah. Okay. Let's start off um, with the big news out of the NFL. The Madden cover got announced. I'm kidding. We'll we'll talk about that in, in a second. Um, our squad, the Colts, had been part of a scandal, which is still ongoing. Uh, it's confirmed, but not confirmed by the NFL technically. But the player has come out and, and admitted this. It is a gambling thing where essentially he. And I'll say the name in a second of who it is. Um, was gambling in the Colts facilities, and that's what something Jameson Williams was doing earlier. You can't bet in the in the facility. And what makes it worse is that he was betting Colts games as well. So we don't know if it was a for or against or what the case was. So yeah, it's, a big it's and what sucks about this is it's not like some nobody or some new guy that came in or a rookie or whatever. This like is he was, uh, a, he was a starting cornerback. This is a guy was definitely had the potential to be our starting cornerback of the future. And it was Isaiah. He was a starting quarterback for the next year. Yeah, it was Isaiah Rogers Sr. Um, and it sucks because like we're rooting, you know, as Colts fan, we're rooting for him to start over like guys like Fassison last year when he well, was. I like, think Fassison is on our team, right? Not anymore, but I'm just saying like yeah, in but general. Yeah, but with Rogers. 
but yeah and obviously like i was at work and my buddy messages me the thing he knows i'm a colts fan and he, i look at it and i'm like what the hell and i sent a message to you i don't know if you had seen it at the time because obviously i think we were dealing like it was with initial the, report saying that like a colts player yeah like, so the, the unknown. Uh, unknown colts player and then i started looking at twitter like the colts pages for example and it went on to it's like a First, there was a meme about Pittman, you said? Yeah, there was a fake post about saying Michael Pittman. Yeah, and then, but it, then I saw a post that it was like, it's not a big name, so thankfully, like like a Shaquille Leonard and um, like a Buckner. Like our star players, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't none of our star, star players, but a player that an average fan would know, which makes sense. Um, and then it was reported that it was a defensive player, and then it was confirmed that it's Isaiah Rogers. Um, people thought it was probably Zaire Franklin or EJ Speed as well, because they felt fit that narrative of the type of player so yeah um i'm assuming he gets um he'll get the year i'm assuming it, de- no, it really depends yeah first uh, of all you have senior in him you make this dumbass decision uh second of all it depends if he's like if he's betting four colts he might even get like half the year minimum yeah right to a year obviously calvin really got a year if he's betting against the colts he might not be an nfl player again <laughs> Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, he, he uh, might not. He might. He might be. Bad. People are memeing like a Pat McAfee show. The guys are memeing that it's the Minnesota game. <laughs> I'm right. It might be the Minnesota game. Like Thirty-three up. Yeah. And you lose. No, no, no. Like, yeah. So it's like, it really depends how they like investigate it. Like, if he's deemed to bet against the Colts. Yeah. Which is like really bad because like you're you're in the field you're in the facility betting against your own team. Yeah. Right. So like, there's obviously. You may not be throwing games, but like, we obviously will think that you're throwing games. Yeah. So especially with a team that that had a bad year as well. Yeah. So I I don't know. Um, I hope you know it's not a problem. I hope obviously first in the human side of things that he f- fixes his problem. He came out and put a statement that he, he knows he messed up and everything. So as a human side of things, I hope he gets the help he needs. If it is an addiction, right? We don't obviously don't want to see people ruining yeah, their career yeah, over, this. Ruin your lives over this. You know, maybe it's just a one-time mistake. I mean, it's pretty stupid that he was doing this, but yeah, um, we'll see what official news comes out. Yeah, so he just better hope. Yeah, he better hope that, that he means was betting we, for. We're the looking votes. for a cornerback, which we'll get into the free agency market in a second. But moving on, speaking of free agency, Leonard Floyd, former Ram, is reuniting with this guy, Vaughn Miller, and yeah. the Buffalo Bills. So that's a that's a good ad for the Bills, um, because of um, just like you're adding more to that defense. You have Matt Milano brought him back. You brought back. Uh, Jordan Poyer, and uh, you have Micah Hyde back there. Tredavious and hopefully Vaughn Miller could come back healthy. Yeah, So and you have a good pass rush there. Yeah, Leonard Floyd could get you. Leonard Floyd could like rush the quarterback. I mean, he did well, well with uh, Aaron Donald. I yeah, yeah, I'm no, not no. saying Vaughn Miller's exactly no. Aaron Donald, but Vaughn Miller's a damn good football player. So. Yeah, no, no. Vaughn Miller made him a, like made impact. Like The Bills yeah. were like, really And then when he got hurt is when like, they kind of like, really unstoppable the first couple games. And then yeah. obviously they had their blips, but like when, when they really started like Struggling when when Vaughn got injured, yeah. So and obviously they struggle against the the Bengals, right? We were like, yeah. oh, uh, the Bengals O line is like question mark, right? But the Bengals O line didn't. Uh, I don't even know. Like they probably didn't allow didn't allow many yeah. many pressures for so sure. So moving on, another name to keep an eye out for is Dalvin Cook. He's rumored to get bought out. They can't find a trade partner. I think Miami Dolphins were close to finding a trade. But he's linked to the Miami Dolphins. You know, the Dallas Cowboys name has come out. But so that's something we have to keep an eye out on for. It looks like he's no longer going to be a Minnesota Viking. 
But that being said, let's talk. Let's just look at some available free agents. Quick fire. Just say that will they get a job this year or not? In your opinion, by the time the season starts, Carson Wentz. No. Matt Ryan. I think he's on a CBS job. He's already, right now. He's already like DeAndre Buc- Hopkins. He's not retired, but he's going to broadcast. DeAndre right? Hopkins. Hundred percent. Kenny Galladay. Maybe Probably when an injury yeah. happens, sure. But yeah, yeah. But not Byron anymore. Jones, cornerback, which is something we need. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Taylor Lewan. Taylor Lewan should get one. He's Frank a good Clark. He's injured, but he's also uh, Frank Clark. Yeah, I'm surprised that like he no should. One, yeah, I think get a job. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott. He should, right? Zach Cunningham. He could too. Uh, a couple of names: JJ Watts retired. Marcus Peters. Yeah. Robert Quinn. Yeah. Yannick Ngakwe. I mean, yeah, like all these guys are like what? Jadavion Clowney is another like, one. Like training camp time. There right? are some names that are definitely available here. Devin McCourty, I don't know if he's retired or not. I think he retired. Miles Jack is still available. Leonard Fournette is still available. Yeah, so there's names. Cameron Bray is still available. Yeah, Leonard Fournette being available is pretty, pretty big too. And then QBs like Roger Saffold, uh, Julio Jones, your boy. <laughs> uh, yeah, so like there are people still available that are uh, it's mainly like on the defensive side, I think. Um, Justin Houston, I think, is a good pickup for leadership purposes as well. So, Carlos Dunlop, Eric Fisher. So yeah, we'll see if any of these guys get uh, if any of these guys get moved. Um, last thing on the NFL side of things. Speaking of the Bills earlier, Josh Allen is on the cover of Madden. Now I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing because there's something called a Madden curse, which I don't know 100% details about. Mahomes broke it, right? Mahomes probably broke it. It's like the curse is like uh, I mean, he'll break it well. I think the curse is like they're not in the NFL the year after or something. Yeah, that or, or, or injuries. Or injuries. Yeah. yeah, that's what I saw. But congratulations, Josh Allen. Obviously, it's everyone's dream. Hopefully, you, you could be a guy that breaks the curse. I know you're rooting. Mahomes already did. Yeah. Oh well, for himself. For himself. I don't yeah, know no, who it was he'll last be fine. Year. He should be fine. Um. Yeah, but just like uh, sometimes avoid the big hits. All right, let's move on to a next sport. Baseball. <laughs> We're literally going to be covering every sport, I think. Um, baseball is just quick news. Um, it's just something that we've not seen in a long time. Lewis Arias of the Marlins, Marlin. Miami Marlins, is hitting 400. And those of you who are not baseball fans, that means he's hitting the ball 40% of the time, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. That. Like, and that's a ridiculous pace. Um, usually like, the, good, usually right? the average is like early, th- um, lower 300s. Lower to no, like, yeah, if you're in the 300s, like the 30s, you're considered elite. You're, you're considered good. Like if you're like, like say if you're in like the 250 to 270 range, you're like decent. Yeah. If you're 270 above, you're like you know you're good. And he's on 403. And then he's on 403. Yeah. That's just like that's wild. That's absolutely. I don't know insane. how long how long is a hit streak uh, is that, but yeah, yeah. the thing is like last year he led the league as well. Yeah. Like he had like three. But this is insane. But 320 plus, I believe, something some, like that. Here's some stats. 1941 was the last time who f- someone who finished with the 400 record or batting average, which is Ted Williams. And then ever since, like, there's only 10 guys that have had hit more, uh, more than... Uh, 350? In the 30s. Like, in that... I'm concerned 370s, for your vision. Sorry, 370s. I'm concerned for your vision. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you, bro? Uh, yeah. No, I, I didn't type it properly. Since the 80s, and I mean, then two players... How do you players, not type it properly? It's two, clean. Like, it's not, it's not like your All right, handwriting. shut up, shut up. Two players... We're not trying to get the battery to die here, all right? <laughs> two players in the, the 390s in 50 years. 
So that's, that's insane. If like, he finishes actually, even like above 370, that's obviously historic. I mean, for the baseball fans, it's, they know it's an absolute historic number. Yeah. So obviously, we'll keep an eye on, out on that, how long that lasts for. It's still going to be tough to keep in the 400 range. But moving on, big weekend, fight weekend, fight fans. We're back at it again. UFC in our home city, Vancouver. Well, Surrey for us, but... Oh, that's this weekend? That's this weekend. I thought it was in July. No, the Vancouver's this weekend. Oh, okay. No, I, th- I was thinking of like Volkanovski or something like other fights. Like yeah, that. yeah, no, I'll double check for you. But it's supposed to be your boy Charles Oliveira fighting. Yeah, it is. It is. I, f- I saw that thing. Yeah. So like essentially Charles Oliveira is fighting Benil Durish. I can't comment too much on him, but he's supposed to be next up for the title shot. Essentially, the winner of this fight will be the next up for the title shot. Maybe go through Gaethje after the BMF. But um, yeah, June 10. So yeah, this weekend. Uh, I'm guessing you're riding with your boy Olivier right here. Yeah, I like I, I can't, like I can't comment who's going to win because I don't know how he I is. I don't know. We got to see. And then the main event is Amanda Nunez, who was supposed to fight Juliana Pena, who's out injured, is fighting Aldana, who I heard is supposed to be decent. Again, I'm going to just ride with Nunez because that's like the obvious pick here because I haven't seen anyone other than Pena beat her and Nunez beat Pena after anyways. Yeah, um, I agree for sure. Um, Moving on. Another fight, big fight this weekend. Boxing fans, Josh Taylor uh, versus Teofimo Lopez. You probably have no clue who Josh Taylor is. Not really, but I know <laughs> Teofimo Lopez. Josh Taylor is an undisputed champion, by the way. Actually? At light uh, welterweight. Well, there's too many titles in boxing. Yeah, yeah but up. he's like, at light welterweight, he is the undisputed guy. I think uh, he's undefeated. Um, He's somewhere from the UK. I think he's Irish. Wait, um, isn't that Haney, though? Like, well, I'm so confused. <laughs> he's a lightweight. He's lightweight. So Lopez is going up in weight. Oh, so this is a... So what's... This is for light welterweight. What was the Haney Lomachenko weight? Lightweight. That was lightweight? And what is this? Like, light welterweight. Like, how many... What the <laughs> hell? Welcome to boxing, brother. There's so um, many, bro. Like, it's hard to keep track. Yeah, bro. so essentially, he's the favorite. He's obviously in his weight class. Teofimo yeah, Lopez yeah. is moving up. We've seen Teofimo Lopez fight. He didn't do too well against Cambosis. But well, he almost the died last in that time, fight, apparently. Yeah, the last time he fought like for the belts like this was against Vasily Lomachenko, and he obviously it was a close fight. I'm not saying he clearly won, but what a fight it was. Yeah, um, and I I don't know any of these guys who Taylor fought, but clearly if he's undisputed, there's a reason why he has the belts. So I'm hoping for a good fight. Um, Josh Taylor is a 19 and 0 fighter, 13 and 0, 13 uh, knockouts. He is Scottish, not um not irish scottish yeah so yeah i'm looking I mean, forward to that I'm fight excited. as well yeah uh, first time seeing him fight yeah um you know you usually like find new fighters and you actually get into it as well yeah um moving on we're talking golf why but <laughs> I, don't, I don't know uh we're not really gonna talk golf specifically but like, you know you watched sports center yesterday a little bit like the breaking news that came out in the morning the pga the pga tour has merged with the live golf tour and dp league out of i think the uk again these are this segment should be called two idiots talking golf that don't know golf um pretty much we don't know golf um pretty much what this is that like live golf is a saudi run club yeah um and there's some big golf there are big golf names that went over for the money What's the guy named? Dustin Johnson? Brooks Koepka. Yeah, Dustin Johnson. Yeah. So guys like that, I think Mickelson as well. I think Mickelson's there as well, So, hey, we know some golf, but... um, I was just like, Essentially, let's just get back on track here. Uh, Jay Monahan, who's the PGA guy, became the biggest hypocrite, like, last year at this time. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. He literally said, like, 
started talking about like 9-11 how it Bro, impacted you got 9-11 to it man and, and everything so yeah. and then all of a sudden the morning we hear the news that like and they're beefing like they were legit beefing like live golf and uh yeah, pga tour to the point where like roy McIlroy was speaking against it tiger Woods spoke against it and to the point where like they all of a sudden just united right and, and then, like, obviously, the golfers feel like shit because, like, yo, we yeah, were defending and no, you. They should feel like shit because they didn't know about this until it was it. announced on Twitter. And then Twitter. also, like, what? They stuck their neck out for you and you're like, ah, screw you. Yeah. Guys. So, speaking of that, uh, I think there's a stat that Pat McAfee actually tweeted out. Um, let me just pull it up. It was. PGA Live Golf. And then, what was the other one? There's a third one, right? DP Golf. I don't know what that is, though. But no, Saudi's taking. So, over. Rory turned down 500 million from Live Golf to stay, Tiger turned down 800 million. Now, I don't know if they're going to get this money or close to this money with the merger. Again, I don't know what the details are. If it's good for golf, bad for golf. You know, was there competition before? Was it not competition? I have no clue about that. We're not going to comment about that. But we're going to definitely transition this talk. Or before we get into that, uh, yeah, hypocrite move. Obviously, you brought all that in. And yeah, I, I don't know what's going to happen with the golf. I We don't watch golf, so we don't care. I know we have Arthaya who loves golf and plays golf. I don't know how, yeah, how much absolutely. he watches. But... And all I know is there's a Canadian girl who's killing in Brooke Henderson, and that's it. But bro, I the reason I can't even hit a golf ball. Yeah, the reason. Okay, so let's move on. Reason reason why we're bringing this up is slightly one. It is breaking news, and it's being talked right, about everywhere. Happened, it happened and we yesterday. are trying to be the sports show, so it happened yesterday. Yeah, and, and it, we also want to transition this to the Saudi um, sports in general, right? There's a report that came out today that they're looking to get an NFL team, maybe. I don't know which one. Um, they're looking at and the key one is soccer right now, right? Uh, of course, there's a lot of Saudi. Owners. So, obviously, we know Ronaldo uh, after Man United, he joined Saudi Al Nazar, I think. Yeah. And literally two days ago, um, Bansama joined a team, Al Itzar. Al Itzar, or something. Uh, yeah, and, and a guy I... who you didn't really expect, but just joining Bansama's team is Nagolo Kante. And obviously, I don't care that if you join, the dude's completed football himself. The only thing he's never won was a Ballon d'Or, and who would if you have, like, Messi and Ronaldo in your era? It's tough to win. Yeah, but he's joining there. And it's crazy because, like, obviously, like, and we're not getting political here. Um, There's a lot of takes. There's a lot of, like I said, the hypocrite talk. Money talks at the end of the day. We all we all know this. Saudi talks. Money talks in general. Saudi has all the money. Um, Yeah, and the thing is that, like, this is seeming like to be a new normal situation, like WWE. I think was purchased or close to being purchased yeah, by right, yeah. w, um, by the Saudi. Like, yeah, they, really they hold like, a lot of they hold a lot of events there as well. You're yeah, more of a WWE guy than I am now, as more recently at least. And yeah, it's just like even with like, when people talk about Man United Qatar ownership situation, like a guy, my friend at work was just like, "Oh yeah, but all this money, blah blah blah." I'm like, "Bro, did you not watch the World Cup?" People talked about people didn't talk about it then as much right i mean there's and some, then and then you yeah. have like man city newcastle owned by yeah, saudi club say psg city. right and he's a guy that supports holland so i'm like what's the difference then right so it's like yeah don't get me wrong the ethics side of things is bad like but no country's perfect you got usa with the gun situations i'm sure canada's up there's situations here that doesn't help people a lot so yes are they sports washing to hide things 100 it looks like it that way but it's just seeming to be that situation because you got like all these. It's reminding me of the Chinese. Let's go back to the soccer here. The Chinese Super League. Right? Yeah, like when all, like but the, when the, like, but there's no big names went really like big it big a, names. It was like Hulk, Oscar, um, Igalo, Igalo. 
Yeah, but like Oscar admitted that he went for the money, which is fine with me, right? I hate when people say like they're not going for the money. <laughs> like, what are you going yeah, for? Think, look, I think with Benzema and like uh, Conte, right? Yeah, they already had the period in time where like they worked their ass off for the sport. Exactly. Right now they're like, okay, you know, career is about to end. I'm trying to like set up my future because there's only a limited amount of time where I'm gonna make this much of money, right? It's not like Insignia going to TFC in the middle of his prime, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they're like, there's a limited amount of time where as an athlete in general, you're going to make this. Like, That's why I'm, big, I'm fine with Conte. Conte, yeah, he's 32 years old, but dude won the World Cup. Dude's won the league. Dude's won the Champions League. And yeah, he's been injured last and few And he's been like on right? Team of the Seasons. He's been injured. Like dude's making 100 million a year at 32. And like he's cashed out. Conte's like, Conte was like a people's champion type thing. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, so it's weird you that watch, you, you don't watch? see him going there, but yeah, yeah. at the same time, I don't care if he does. Like, I don't care if any of these guys, if they want to get their bread, go get their bread. Like, I, I don't care. Yeah. Just be honest about it. Because, like, at the end of the day, you can't say, well, so, uh, this, this, that, this, this Saudi's good, blah, like, blah, like blah. We know it's yeah. a bad place ethically. And we just don't play dumb to it is all, all I'm saying. I'm not going to sit here and defend, like, what happened to the Qatar. Like, do I agree what happened with Qatar's bid and all that? Not really. But at the end of the day, I was never going to boycott the World Cup. Right? The people that talk and that are boycotting are usually the people that don't watch the sport. At yeah, right. Like day. World Cup, World Cup, and this is arguably the greatest World Cup. It was, and especially in, my in our lifetime. life. Yeah, in our lifetime. Right, like I don't know, like if you saw the two thousand two ones or anything, but like yeah, I the only ones I really witnessed were like I went from 06 uh, onwards. The only ones I witnessed were like twenty ten onwards. Yeah, and like so, twenty ten was like barely. It was more of the finals. Here are some names though that are linked to the Saudi move: Ronaldo, Benzema, like we said, and Conte already signed. Messi, which we'll get into later, <laughs> with the news yeah. of that was linked to for a lot of money. Right. Um, all halal something like that yeah. like the rival team of ronaldo's obviously alexis <laughs> sanchez like these are the type of names you would think being linked right Modric was linked i think he denied it ramos wilfred zaha but i think reports out he doesn't really want to but who knows ilke gundogan is now linked randomly um obama yang why couldn't he be linked before the Africa final yeah i know why couldn't he leave before the Africa final uh, obama yang <laughs> Yeah. And Morris was also. Now, again, Morris as well. I'm not saying that these are fully reliable sources. I'm just going on based on like the Transfer News Live Twitter page. For some of them, obviously, money is number one reason. But like for some of these players, you know, like. Like Sanchez and all these guys. No, no, no. Like Benzema, Conte, Morris, you know, being like, you know, Muslim. Like they're in like. You know what I mean? Like they're in a yeah, Muslim. Yeah, I like, don't want to bring religion into it because yeah, we can't, we can't like, say for there sure. There could be a reason, but obviously money's number one reason. There's no yeah. There's no ifs and about if ands and buts about it. Yeah, so I guess yeah, that's not, that's our take on the Saudi thing. Like I, it's definitely a sports takeover in general. Um, like, like I said, we saw it with the whole live golf thing, and now they're combining with PGA. Clearly, money talks. Um, the transfers in soccer now a report with the NFL. So yeah. They are trying to hide things with the sports for sure, but then it, it's kind of working because like we're still gonna watch the sport. Yeah, like, what are day. we gonna do? Like, if you're still a fan of a sport, like, am I really? Did I did I watch Ronaldo play in the Saudi League? No. Like, am I probably gonna watch these guys? Probably not, unless something major on TV is on. It's not really on TV. In exactly, general, right? and the timing is off. So, yeah, f- let's move on from one corruption thing to another. Um, Juve is leaving the Super League. Remember the Super League talks from last year when all these clubs wanted to make this own league and then. The backlash pretty much backed everybody year up. Ago? Yeah, I thought it was like two was years like, ago. Well, a year and a half, I guess you could say now. Yeah, it's been a while now. It was early, um, last season, early. Yeah, like yeah. October, yeah. November, um, but essentially the three teams that were remaining were still Bar- um Barcelona and Real Madrid, Juventus. Yeah, now Real Madrid had like the leader in Perez. Yeah, but now Juventus have backed out, leaving Barcelona and Real Madrid. 
don't think will happen, I guess. I don't know, unless money talks. <laughs> Barca's in there for money. Obviously, Barca's like broke yeah. club right now. Which we'll get into with the whole messy stuff. But um, there's that re- thing. Um, uh, let's move on to the transfers that are one transfer that officially got announced. I think Jude Bellingham officially is now announced. I know we talked about it last podcast to Real Madrid. Alexis McAllister to Liverpool is pretty much a done deal. Medicals and all that are done. Pretty cheap. I thought it was going to be way more. It was like 35 million pounds, which is insane for a guy like that. Now, it's World Liverpool. As much as I don't like Liverpool, they're smart with their... That's a good signing. That's like the really Cody and stuff. Obviously, you know Chelsea's trying to make us pay like 70 mil for Mason Mount. Which I hope it is Man United. Do. They're dumb enough to do it, which have done it with Harry Maguire. And also being a big club, they're going to ask for big money. But we'll get into that stuff more so later. Um... Speaking of uh, moving on to the PSG side of things here, PSG have fired their coach after winning the league, <laughs> which is weird to say, but it's PSG. They don't care about the league. Christoph, they care about Champions League. Um, Christoph Galchier is they care about Champions League. Yeah, which they haven't gone far other than the one final. Uh, Christoph Galchier is now fired or is supposed to get fired soon or sacked, as they would say in Europe. Um, guys that are linked, Julian Nagelsmann from former Bayern coach, good Luis hire. Enrique, good hire. Jo- and Jose Mourinho. We don't know what's happening with their squad. Obviously, Messi, Ramos, possibly Neymar leaving. And moving on to now PSG's former star, Lionel Messi. Major, major news have come out because he was linked to going back to Barcelona. He was linked to go to Inter-Miami, which he kind of had a verbal agreement with Beckham last year. And he was also linked for like a one billion dollar move or dollar, I believe, move to Qatar. Like, oh, sorry, not Qatar, Saudi, as earlier mentioned. And he's made his decision. This is the first time ever I've been in a group chat and our family group chat talking a lot about this. And it is he's coming to America. It's Inter Miami, the team that's last place, who fired Phil Neville recently, whose son is on the team as well. Uh, have you ever thought about like now? This is the closest we'll ever be to Messi. I mean, I think we've seen, we've seen him closest because when he was here for the Copa America, he played in Seattle. No, but like the potential of playing in Vancouver. Yeah, but BC places got to change their ways. They got to change their <laughs> ways. Uh, no, like, here's the thing. We know Messi and Ronaldo ran our generation of football. Yeah. We know that's a big reason why we're into football, right? So there's obviously three moments. Well, Messi's playing soccer now. School the Americans is football. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's three moments, right, where fans feared number one which obviously happened now we're both of them them not being in europe anymore yeah this number is the first time they're not in champ if either of them are not in the champions yeah number two international retirement they're still not retired yet but number three close. which is the most dreaded one when they officially step away from the game yeah so, so obviously time flies obviously when we're like the 2010s we're like yo these guys are running it. Their teams are running it, right? Yeah. And then, like, as a fan now, we're, like, looking at it. We're, like, okay, they're not even in Europe anymore. Obviously, it's hard for us to watch Ronaldo yeah. play. Messi will be a little bit easier because, like, you know, the timelines for us will yeah. be similar and obviously MLS. Before, But then there will be a point in time where, like, they're not in the World Cup anymore. We're not going to see them in their Euros or Copa America anymore. And then the moment, like, they step away from football, we're going to be, like, we're like, damn, holy yeah. shit. They're well, actually gone. Well, the Copa and Euros might still happen. That might be their last each. Yeah. But then for Ronaldo's case, he might try to go to the World Cup again. But no, um, before I talk, we talk about the contract, what happened with all that, um, 
Yeah, like you said, listen, ever since the whole LeBron 3-1 comeback when he came back from Miami and then joined Cleveland stuff, Usher, it's time to just enjoy greatness, right? There's there's a difference between trolling. Like I said, we could there's always fun debates. Like we Messi, Ronaldo's the GOAT. One of them is the GOAT. You can pick your choosing, right? We are obviously on Team Messi side of things. I mean, clearly we have a poster here that you brought. and That's a very old poster. But yeah, no, it's... Just at this point, like, I just started watching sports. That's why I don't like the GOAT convo, especially when we're not in that timeline of the GOAT period, like the Jordan-LeBron stuff. Um, just enjoy greatness, man. Like like you said, the, the time is here. It's right? getting closer and closer. Till we same see thing with LeBron. Same thing with Crosby. Same thing with the Vetchkin. Same thing with, like, obviously, um, obviously with Brady and stuff Brady, like that. Brady, Manning. Yeah. And we're not big guys. Brady fans either, but we still, like, all right, it's hitting now, right? Like, now it's the young guys turn to step up. Yeah. They haven't officially retired, but essentially they have. Like, we're not going to be watching Champions League anymore without with them. But the biggest... Like, Ronaldo already stopped the Champions League because yeah, part yeah. of that was with United not United making it. United shit, right? And but. then the other part now, Messi's officially moved on. And at this point, like, just enjoy greatness. Like, yes, you can have your friendly debates. It's fun with sports. It happens. You could troll. You have your troll moments. But, like, those haters on Twitter or just haters in general, like... Well, Ronaldo's ass. No, Messi's ass, bro. They're one and two. You could argue who you want for one and two, right? Um, for us, I don't think it's close that it's... I think it's Messi, definitely. But they're still in the same tier of... Yeah, out, they're in the same tier. Right? There's not like McDavid and everybody else in the yeah, NHL. Yeah, no, no. They're both like, in they're the They're in the same tier of... Le- in our opinion, my opinion, at least. They're in the both S tier, for sure. Yeah, so... It just depends. Yeah, argue your case. That's fine. We always have fun debates with uh, with amongst each other, other cousins, for any sport. But just respect the greatness because like now you see like all those kobe haters that are all like now kobe's passed yeah. right and rest in peace to the legend people are like oh damn i miss kobe and they weren't even kobe guys right respect greatness and not even just in sports like in just life and um, and music right and movies yeah right like we're not you we might not be big fans of certain things but you know like these big time names and obviously we're more focused on the sports side of things so we'll yeah, stick like, to there's the sports a, there's a bunch of marvel movies obviously like you like damn, Iron Man's dead, right? Damn, Captain America's old. Like all this stuff, right? Like you're not gonna, yeah. see, you're not gonna see those movies, or like as I mean, it is fictional, so who knows what? Yeah, happens you know that, what happens, but, but like if you're just looking at it, right? But like right in now, this case, like I'm seeing all over Twitter, like even like the guys that are, like support Ronaldo, they're like yep, end of an era, right? Yeah, you're not gonna have this moment. I don't think Mbappe versus Holland is cl- anywhere near Messi Ronaldo right it now. It will not be, and I don't think it's anytime soon. It will be, either, right? Unless two guys that are like you know, 10 right now, sometime in the future could be that, but the kids. just, just all my messages is like, just enjoy greatness. You know, people that don't like Ronaldo or uh, you guys need to really respect what he's done. Vice versa with Messi as well. Right. Cause you don't know what's going to happen. Um, when like now you're going to look back and you're like, damn, those like, like Messi, this, those right? Messi Ronaldo wars were have been, were exciting yes you're allowed to troll a bit ha 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 Messi lost you can root against him for the World Cup whatever the case maybe you could root against Ronaldo but just like I said just enjoy greatness yes you could troll around um, yeah yeah the thing is like you know there's obviously fans of sports right and there's specific fans of each sport yeah that at the end of the day this is the message or not the message just what you're gonna think right it's gonna be like damn these guys are retired the game is really changing yeah exactly right like you could felt felt the you felt the urge of when Ronaldo was getting gold at least with this year, but Messi showed out in the World Cup, right? He did. And he still has time. Like people are gonna obviously troll right now. Oh my God, not my goat! Ronaldo still played for Juventus and played great at this age, thirty-five years old. 
That's fine. Messi completed football. Literally, what he has he had won every award he could possibly win, that in the highest level. Now he'll probably um, try to do that in the MLS. Maybe there's a rumor he could go get loaned back to Barcelona. Who knows? But yeah, no, that's that's all I wanted to say about this before we get on into the actual transfer and what went down with it. Yeah, let's go into actual um, transfer. Just like I said, respect the greatness. Uh, so uh, what? Messi was linked so to Al Hilal, Barcelona. Let me just pull out like Inter Miami, right? Yeah. And then, uh, essentially, he ended up, he did a press conference after he admitted, like, yeah, I'm officially joining Inter-Miami. Fabrizio Romano confirmed it earlier. And then he he came out and said it. A couple of, like, this is essentially, I'm going to just read it straight up. Uh, Inter-Miami, who's sitting in last place right now in the MLS, uh, weren't alone in their request to sign the most successful player in football history. It's not, I'm not going to even mention a team. Adidas and Apple. So, Apple is... The now Apple TV is the main um, source to watch the MLS. MLS. Or also big factors in this. The top commercial partners. He obviously, he's partnered with Adidas in general. Um, both companies are understood to have played a role in negotiations with multiple sources telling The Athletic that MLS and Apple discussed offering Messi a portion of revenue generated from new subscribers to the league's streaming package. I mean, makes sense because... Dude's gonna bring people are gonna download stuff just to watch Messi play whenever that is. Yeah, for sure. Um, Apple also announced uh, on Tuesday that a four-part documentary about Messi's five career World Cup appearance will be exclusive on Apple TV next year. Um, Adidas' bid to convince Messi to move to North America includes a profit-sharing agreement with a German sportswear company per the Athletic. Messi will reportedly receive a share of increases in the company's profits pertaining to his transfer to inter miami messi signed a lifetime footwear sponsorship with adidas in 2017 uh, the athletic also reports that messi's contract is expected to include an option to purchase a stake in inter an miami. mls club no an mls N- club. Any club okay after he's finished playing in the league similar to what david beckham did when he joined the galaxy which now uh, david beckham yeah. plays inter miami so uh that allowed him to purchase an expansion team for 25 million so yeah so Obviously, there's yeah. also a lot of business opportunities for him here, which um, a little bit of a joke here. Messi's buying the Whitecaps. <laughs> well, that'd be amazing. If Messi buys the Whitecaps. But no, um, definitely we could. Uh, it's local. You could see him in more of a local time. I don't know when he'll start playing. Bro, like what? The ticket prices already boomed up, right? Yeah. Uh, obviously, uh, PSG lost two million followers, and those two million followers were gained by Inter Miami. Yeah. And uh, the potential, like. What every, like every Inter Miami, Inter Miami is already the most followed MLS club now because of this. Yeah, yeah. and obviously it's a messy impact. Right? Yeah, and then uh, you have uh, every Inter Miami game gonna be probably potentially the sold out. tickets. Like I think I sent this out to my friend. That's home games, but I think our, away I, games as well. I think our uh, relative put it on in the group chat too. Um, but like I'm talking about away games, right? Oh yeah, hundred percent. The places that have grass, at least. Yeah, for sure. Uh. Unless so ticket prices transfer. literally went from twenty nine bucks cheapest to like four hundred sixty seven. Because obviously the capacity even, is also pretty low. It might even go even higher. Yeah, no, for sure. And obviously, I feel like the White Castle will definitely get baited, bait the people into getting tickets, thinking he'll come play, and he probably yeah, won't it's a church situation, especially yeah. this season. That's not happening. They'll definitely make sales on that. But if he were to come here and play, which I will be surprised if he does. Definitely, the upper bowl has to be open. It will be sold out. If Beckham came here and the stadium was like forty-five thousand at the time, back in like the late two thousands, um, Messi will definitely sold it out. I think the only other play- players that played here were like Ibrahimovic was the biggest name, obviously. Ibra, I think Pirlo did. And the Pirlo, they played like one or two games. I yeah, think Pirlo, Pirlo and Lampard, Villa. and Villa. Right. Yeah. So, 
um, there's that impact. But he also came out and was talking about the Barca situation. He did say he wanted to go back. If he wanted to leave for a uh, European club, it would have been Barcelona. But, you know, they couldn't host enough weddings, I guess, because they were still broke. And then they had to, like, wait. And uh, then it will be, like, obviously to sign him. And they had to wait till like, players to get sold. And he's like, I didn't want to deal with that BS. And, and then he also didn't want to, like, be, like, he didn't want to be the reason why players were getting sold as well. Exactly. Like, obviously, one of the big reasons why Frankie de Jong isn't a Man United player. That's why Messi isn't going there. Um, and then the one more thing was, is like, uh, he left them like this. And if he does come back, he'll be coming back to the same situation. Yeah, exactly. So that's why he didn't want to come back. And But it's also weird. Barca released a statement like he was their player that like we tried or something. Um, like, uh, he just chose not to. Like that's kind of stupid. I understand if it was like last when he left for PSG, but yeah, no, it, it makes no sense to me at least. But and yes, his Saudi terms were one billion apparently, and it was possibly one point five billion even. But they decided not to offer that. Um, I also feel like he had a um commitment to Beckham last year. So I feel like he's following up on that. And rumors are he also said that and the family life is better in Miami than Saudi. Yeah, he's like this might be best for his family as well yeah and that's what he's going to focus on which he obviously should because yeah. he absolutely completed the football now that he's in the mls obviously it's just funny because he's joining a last place team and phil neville's probably like i would have had messi <laughs> probably would have done decent as well but um other players will definitely be linked clearly to the mls in general and um miami Di maria has already been linked sergio busquets been linked Jordi Alba, former teammates. Like, guys like Suarez, I will not be surprised, will join him there. Yeah, right. Suarez in Uruguay, right? Yeah, exactly. And then, like, even for the Saudi side of things, like, it's the Ronaldo impact, right? Like, Benzema's yeah, there, yeah, Conte's Benzema, there. Benzema, Conte, and, like, like all the names I mentioned earlier um, and then, that are uh, linked. And then, guys, like, those are the type of guys will generate the revenue for them. And, obviously, being from Van- um, Surrey, so close to Vancouver, that they got to step up in this Because, like, Toronto FC's had stars like Insignia. Yeah, like they have what? They Drogba, have Drogba joined Montreal. So like, Toronto, Toronto FC's been been doing it. Yeah, like, so Giovinco. like White Cup sold off Alonso Davies. I understand they needed to sell him, yeah, but yeah. Like, for twenty million or whatever it was. Yeah, it, it, he's definitely worth way more because Real Madrid's linked to him for like a hundred million or something like that. Yeah, but, and then, yeah, like what Toronto, Toronto got Giovinco out the door. One, they had the full at one point. They won the MLS Cup. Yeah, obviously Montreal, they they had like. Drogba was the biggest one, but they also had like some mini names as well, like Victor Wanyama and like other yeah, other people sure. like that. Um, obviously, uh, Thierry Henry was in New York. Yeah, Red Bulls, right? Yeah, yeah. and then uh, obviously Zlatan in LA Galaxy. Chicharito is in Galaxy right now. Carlos Vela was LAFC. Gareth yeah. Bale was in LAFC. Yeah, Chiellini's there right now. Chiellini's there right now. Yeah, no. So obviously, it's big news for the MLS. Um, hopefully, they market it better because obviously, no one was clearly buying. There was a big buy for them. Oh, I don't blame them. You got the goat in football, in my opinion, in your opinion as well. You know, so it was obviously bigger than Ibrahimovic coming, bigger than Thierry Henry coming at the time, and you're probably gonna get more older guys in their 30s now that have completed football or just like you know what, it's time for me to chill and go to a team like LA's or the Miami's or whatever the case may be. Um, let's move on. It's speaking funny, of, yeah. Speaking of the... Sorry, what? I was just going to say, like, we had a final today, but obviously oh, it was yeah. very overshadowed. So, yeah, speaking of the Whitecaps, they actually... We actually had to give them a quick shout-out. They won 2-1. They're repeat champions of the Canadian Championship, beating Montreal. Um, shout out Jeevan Badwal, our cousin. <laughs> team, yeah, yeah. Uh, team Whitecaps. Obviously, he's in the Whitecaps Academy team, but 
obviously jokes aside, just joking that he'll be part of that team hopefully one day. Um, and then there was another final. Yeah, so moving on to the next final. Which I was probably talking about because I totally forgot about the White Caps one. Yeah, I, uh, for, I thought the White Caps one was a semifinal, to yeah. be honest with you. But the Conference League final. Um, UEFA Conference, UEFA League, Conference League final was between West Ham and Fiorentina. It was a decent game. I actually watched it at work or listened to it at work a little bit. You had a 90th minute winner. 90th minute winner by Jared Bowen. West Ham ended up winning 2-1. The West Ham got a penalty. I think Jared Bowen converted that. And like no, no, no. Ben, ben Rama. Ben Rama converted that. And then five minutes later, Fiorentina tied it. And 90th minute winner by Jared Bowen. Just a classic second half. Which right? means that that's the eighth team to join, English team to join Europe next year. They'll, yeah, be, so they'll the, be in the Europa League with uh, Liverpool and Brighton. You got the top four in Champions League. You got Arsenal in Conference League. And then you got the three teams that you just yeah, mentioned. So congrats, West Ham. For a bad Premier League season, I was I wish they kind of got relegated now just to see how funny this would be. But yeah, yeah imagine. Right? Yeah, the, um, you know, imagine one other thing is that like uh, they have more success than Pep Guardiola's tenure in Byron and Man City. Obviously, that could change. Yeah. On the weekend, another one was that Tottenham. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I saw the memes of like West Ham, like I think Arsenal's a even only, Arsenal too, right? Arsenal hasn't won like a European Championship or whatever, and yeah. West Ham is now ahead of them in terms of major. And trophies. then obviously Tottenham. Yeah, but no. Um, let's move on to the biggest thing this weekend in in soccer slash football. The Champions League final is on Saturday. Manchester City versus Inter Milan. Quick breakdown or prediction. Um, I think Man City obviously going to win. They're the favorites. Obviously, we're rooting for Inter Milan. Um, don't want them to have the treble, obviously, in the rival. But I think Man City, and I'm thinking it might be 3 nothing. Yeah. Personally. I don't think it might I, I don't, I think don't it'll know. Be close. Like, if, if there's somehow a world where Inter Milan wins, which is obviously possible, I will be the happiest. Lukaku, and step up. I'll be the happiest and most shocked person in the world. Lukaku, Mkhitaryan, and Darmian, former United players, step up. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but no, like City's favored. City should win. Yeah. And if City don't win, they'll be a laughing stock because they, again, once again, it's the best the opportunity. Like they're arguably one of the greatest teams. I mean, yeah, no, no. The thing was like they had the best opportunity against Chelsea and they yeah. blew it. This is arguably one of the greatest City teams, probably not just in Premier League but in football. I'm not saying in history. At least in yeah, my it'll lifetime, be, it'll be in like it'll be in conversations yeah, with those Real Madrid exactly. teams, with those Barcelona teams, right? So, what's your final prediction? And then, uh, yeah, I'll just say like City two zero win. Yeah, I feel like it's gonna be a dominant game. Like, yeah, it's like it's gonna remind City me of that Liverpool Tottenham final essentially. That's what yeah, I. Yeah, I hope it's not as boring. I hope it's like more like a entertaining. I hope it's more like kind of like the FA Cup final where like you know United had chances. Yeah. Right, but I and overall, but overall, City's gonna dominate. Yeah, I mean, I might be throwing Inter Milan under the bus, and all the Italian Inter Milan fans or any soccer well, fans Italians in are general. Over two in the UEFA, the European gonna, finals. Yeah, they're gonna be like looking at me like, "You guys are idiots." It's gonna, it's gonna be closer than you think. Prove me wrong. I hope you're right I mean, in that I case. Pray right. Um, but yeah, uh, big big sports day today. Next time we'll cover tennis. Kidding about that, but F <laughs> one, whatever. F one. <laughs> But Bowling. yeah, well, we'll continue. What about uh, speed skating? Yeah, pretty much it here. Let's wrap it up. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Uh, That's pretty much it. Uh, I'm sweating, bro. It's so hot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So let's get this thing done and over it. That's pretty much it. You know, we had a big, big day, big episode. Uh, so please like, comment, and subscribe. If you especially disagree with us, please comment down below and uh, follow the socials. 
yeah follow our socials listen to this on spotify if you enjoyed it on spotify apple Podcasts, give it a five-star rating other than that we'll catch you guys on the next one peace, peace.